into Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith and Jarrett McKenzie. Troy, I got to say you're you're doing a fine job on the. Oh, you like the music on the ones and twos today? On the one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means, but it, it, I heard it sounds good. It sounds yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> sure it does. Yeah, the music's flowing well today. It's good going, job yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. run the board. Thank, thank you. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I always catch lots of grief from Jarrett, so I tend to try to give it back a little bit uh, when it yeah. comes to the music. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, that just adds it on. It's pouring gas on the fire. Of course it is. Um, the fire. Anyhow. That's F-U-R-E. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Anyway, the fur, it sounds like you said. I'm not sure what any of that means. Don't mind him, oh. folks. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. We've got him here for comic relief That's this right. week. <laughs> we do uh, we do have some questions this week, uh, and uh, before we get into that, you guys have uh, prepared us a situation, the sitch, instead of the a... The sitch. Don't say uh, it. Okay, I Don't won't say, say what we used to say. We'll just call it the sitch. That brings back uh, memories of, uh, <laughs> what was that show? Um, Jersey Shore. Right? Oh, wow. Jersey Shore, wasn't it? The uh, sitch was one would, of the characters. You would know way better than I would, but oh, um, really? So now we're gonna make old jokes <laughs> yeah. at, at, the, at the old guys. Is that uh, what hey. we're gonna do? Uh, you know. Hey, KC, whatever you gotta do to, to, to get a few laughs, buddy. Uh, you know, I'll pull no punches. Clearly, clearly. We do have a situation though. Marcy and Scott are interested in investing in some real estate. Says their assets are mostly large cap stocks and mid cap index funds. Uh, they're looking to diversify into other investments, and uh, they've looked at, at their options and, and have considered quite a few things. So, Casey, you want to take it from there? Yeah, I mean, uh, they're, they're looking at possibly um, getting into uh, some real estate, um, looking at, at whether they should start start investing in investment properties um, and, and how to turn some of their uh, you know real estate into uh, rental income uh, from from either through uh, buying a new house and renting their old house or, or buying a vacation home, renting that, right. uh, or even investing into some type of vehicle that would allow them to get exposure to real estate without necessarily having to do all the, all the legwork. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, there, there is quite a bit of work that goes into real estate. If you're just yeah. buying a house and going to manage it yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's really the, the biggest point to make here is as we're, you're thinking about this is, uh, Real estate is definitely a, an investment that can help you diversify your portfolio. It typically has a, is can be used as sort of a hedge against inflation to some extent. Um, that the um, the downside of owning real estate outright and, and managing property for investment purposes is that you, it's a job. I mean, it's not just a passive uh, investment where you're going to go buy a home and collect rent, and it's you know not that you have to put any work into it. It's 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 yeah. a, basically a full time job. I mean, just trying to be a landlord. Right. Um, yeah. Ask anybody who's done it before, and they'll probably tell you the same thing. Yeah, the uh, phone sometimes rings in the middle of the night, and yep. they'll tell you that my babies are cold and uh, the furnace is out. Yep. Can you come help me? Right. And being able to collect the rent, you know, sometimes oh, absolutely. people don't pay. Um, so run you, into legal issues. You, you run into have all some, kinds of yeah. all kinds yeah. of issues. So I, you know, uh, depending on how much you can get on your investment from from the rental. Um, will kind of dictate whether or not it's worth it, I guess, and, and it's going to be different for everybody depending on your threshold for, for pain. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you can put it this way, if you're going to earn 4 or 5% on a rental property and you can go out and buy, you know, a, a dividend-paying stock paying you 4 or 5%, I'd rather have the stock, frankly, just because it's, I, I, that's money that I don't have to work for. Yeah. Right. 
And Ooh. and you can also, I mean, if you do want that specific exposure to real estate, you can buy stocks, uh, real estate investment trusts yep. that are mm-hmm. traded publicly that uh, give you, um, you know, some sort of an exposure to real estate. What we've seen yeah. lately, though, in those type stocks is uh, uh, they are very interest rate sensitive because they're so leveraged. You, yeah. you know, when their cost when the cost of borrowing goes up, the cost of their capital goes up, so it uh, makes their Kind of squeezes their profits. Yeah, it does. Uh, but you can still get a decent dividend off of those uh, stocks as well. You can. And the biggest yeah. thing is it's a passive investment. You know, you, right. you don't have to put in the the effort and the work that goes into actually owning the properties outright. Right. Somebody else is managing it for you. And then, you know, Jared, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about the different types of uh, liabilities that might come along with, with owning. Yeah, that's that's a big uh, consideration to be made whenever you're considering putting some investment uh, real estate in your portfolio. And, and I think you make some good points there, Casey, as far as you know the the uh, how intensive this can be by by getting into it. Again, it's not as easy as entering in, uh, say, an equity position to the stock market or anything like that. Uh, by buying an investment property, you you uh, in most cases are going to be significantly increasing your overall exposure to not only that asset class, but also are then going to be adding in uh, that additional work to the portfolio. And so a lot of people don't consider their, their home, their primary residence, as uh, part of their portfolio as well. It tends to be excluded a lot of times. So while you might have a million dollars of investable assets and you got a $300,000 home, well, 30%. Uh, maybe a little bit less as a result of the overall portfolio. The 1.3 million, you know, if your home's 300,000 of that, then you've got a good quarter of your your assets already in real estate. So if you want to enter into uh, this type of asset class, you do need to be prepared uh, for these things that come along with it. And and to your point about the uh, risk management piece, I mean, look, there are uh, a lot of considerations, as I mentioned, to be made here because uh, when when you are a landlord and you've got the tenants, uh, one of the things that you've got to keep on the forefront or on your radar is uh, this liability piece where, look, you've got people living on your property. There are things happening there that expose you to a lot of liability uh, from a legal standpoint. And so, you know, what we usually advise clients to do is set up an LLC for each of the investment properties that they have so that the LLC owns the property itself. You as the individual don't necessarily own that. Uh, and then that way you you are sort of carving off this piece that will allow for some of that liability to be uh, on the part of the the LLC and and really you know keep that liability to that extent so that your personal assets uh, are not subjected to the liability uh, that comes along with owning this asset class. <clears throat> yeah, along those same lines, I mean the LLC also serves as a pass-through entity for tax purposes, so there's some benefit there you can actually get some deductions that that might you might not otherwise get as an individual investor that you can pass through to your personal tax return. So, there, there. Uh, so uh, just a couple of uh, tie-ups on the uh, the real estate topic I wanted to hit. Uh, you guys have mentioned a couple of times uh, how it diversifies a portfolio, and and really the biggest piece in in uh, adding another asset class to a portfolio that gives you diversification is correlation. It's it's how uh, the 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 assets within your portfolio. Uh, move under certain market conditions. And, right. and when I say market conditions, I also mean economic conditions. Uh, so when you've got real estate, Casey, you made the point that it, uh, it it often is a good hedge against inflation. You know, the the price often moves 
uh, kind of plods along with inflation. And what we saw back in 2005 and 6 and even into early 2007 was uh, instead of a marking time with inflation rising about 3.5% per year, which is a little higher than our inflation has been over the last few years, we were seeing 15% gains in real yeah. estate prices. And it, it's clearly, as we look on it in retrospect, a bubble. Yeah. But it's not something to be afraid of. We're back to a, to a market that's... Uh, that's actually a lot healthier than it was back in uh, 05 and 06, uh, where everybody was out there flipping houses and people were were uh, borrowing every dime they could. And and uh, yeah, and that was only... the thing is the, the the amount of leverage uh, right. in the in that space was was part of what caused the prices to become so inflated. Right, and then the financial crisis. Uh, that uh, that ensued after that actually was caused by some of the craziness that banks participated in while the market got so hot. So you know you could borrow money and only pay interest. Uh, you can you could go to uh, Wachovia for a short period of time, and the bank that they bought out that was doing this prior, uh, Golden West, which was operated in California, uh, they were making what they called uh, pick a payment loans. Uh, you don't see that kind of thing today, and. Right. The credit quality uh, within the housing market and the leverage side of the housing market is is much better. So, uh, back up a step, and, and my point is, if you've got an asset that does uh, more or less mark time, it's very stable. The price increases three and a half percent. Not necessarily worrying so much about what the stock market is doing when you add that asset uh, to a portfolio of stocks then you do get uh, benefits from from uh, diversifying your portfolio. Uh, Jarrett, your point is absolutely spot on, though. Most of us do own a house, and if you own a house and you've got a portfolio, you're probably, if you take a few steps back and look at your overall uh, assets, then they're more diversified than, uh, than you might see uh, unless you have a very, very large uh, portfolio of stocks. But, you know, either way, if you want to get into into real estate, there's plenty of ways to do so. Isn't traditionally the real estate a good, pretty good hedge against you know the stock market and then maybe the equity portion of your portfolio? I know that didn't seem to be the case during the financial crisis quite right. as much, but but generally speaking, and, and more traditionally or historically, that's just been somewhat of a hedge, right? Absolutely, yeah. If you if you think back to uh, the the crisis prior to the the financial market crisis that we had in 2007 and 8, we we go back to 99, 2000. Uh, and the tech bubble, the housing market didn't collapse then. Yeah. You, you know, your your housing assets were still plodding right along. They didn't lose their value significantly. So the only problem there is, you, you know, it's not a very liquid asset. That's so absolutely gotta, a great point. Be able to, uh, you know, use that investment if you need to be uh, turn it into cash. It's not that easy to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know you guys have. Uh, conversations with financial planning clients that uh, that are centered around that situation. So, you know, it's not an asset. When we talk about liquidity, it's not something you can sell uh, really easily. A lot of times, you, have, you know, you talk to a realtor and they tell you, yeah, it looks like you need to improve this, that, and the other. You get those fixed. You put it on the market. It might take a month, whereas right. with a stock, you can go in there the next morning and and uh, liquidate most positions unless it's just huge in the in the yeah. uh, uh, and the volume on that stock is low, you know, and, yeah. and the ones that we try to buy for our clients, we absolutely keep that in mind. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that should uh, wrap up that discussion. If you guys have uh, real estate questions, you can always reach us at uh, 770-429-9166. And we actually have ways that you can invest in real estate uh, 
uh, beyond just the real estate investment trusts. We do. We we um, didn't really mention uh, you know limited partnerships uh, for real estate, which is kind of what right what we do have uh, options for for some of our clients. Um, you know, so we'd be happy to to talk more about that with you if you have an interest. Absolutely. And uh, if you don't want to call us, you can uh, send us an email at drgeneinsler.com. That's spelled H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. Uh, if you have a question that you want to uh, get on the air, you can use that email as well. Uh, you can call us directly, like I said, 770-429-9166. Uh, we also have a question hotline. You can call in, uh, leave your message. We've had a few of those lately. Uh, the number to, to uh, reach us there is 1-855-429-9166. Um, we uh, play your recorded question on the air and uh, answer it right behind that. So <laughs> you're listening to Money Talks. We're going to come right back after we pay a few bills. Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle. Some nights I wish they'd just fall off. But I still wake up, I still see adults. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.